0: Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of Under the Covers with Eve. It's Sunday, November 1st, 2015. I hope you had a good Halloween or lots of candy. Um, tonight, I'm going to talk about something that I've been asked about a fair bit um, through emails and messages and PMs and comments and all that kind of thing. And it concerns um, how to approach your partner about new things you'd like to try, um, kinks, fetishes, just new ways of having fun in the bedroom. For some men, finding a partner that satisfies them isn't the problem. They have a girlfriend, a wife, a friend with benefits, whatever, that they're generally happy with. But there's just one little thing, you know, she's not as adventurous in bed as they would like. Sometimes there's a particular thing she won't do, or says she doesn't like, Sometimes she might do everything you want, but she refuses to really let go and make some noise and really get into it, or she won't get naked in front of you, or, you know, and, and and as for men who have a particular fantasy or kink that they would really like to try acting out with her, well, they already fear the answer would be an absolute no, and maybe even a bit of, you're a pervert, thrown in for good measure. So what's going on with this? Before we get into how to deal with it, what's going on with this? If women are just as sexual as men—and we are—then why is it that so many women seem to have these ironclad hang-ups about certain sexual things? And what can you do if you are with such a woman and you want her to loosen up, for both your sakes? First, I think it bears repeating that sexuality can be a somewhat different experience for women than it is for men. Not that we are really different or that we aren't as sexual as men, but that we are typically raised to view it differently. We get a lot of mixed messages growing up. Practically the first words we ever hear are, Oh, what a pretty girl you are. But we learn fairly quickly that the pretty girls are the sluts, the stupid ones, the ones your dad warns your brother to stay away from, you know. We see growing up that. Sex for girls is much more taboo, much more fraught with potential negative consequences, as in rape or pregnancy, or even just social shaming, um, than it seems to be for boys. Now, whether this is actually true or not, I'm not going to guess. I suspect that it's just as bad for boys, but for the sake of this discussion, I'll just say that our parents, our culture, and even we ourselves often view sex with suspicion and wariness. And we often struggle our whole lives with how to enjoy it without enjoying it too much. We struggle with how to explore our fantasies without being too slutty or bringing shame on ourselves, Uh, how to play rough without really getting hurt, that sort of thing. And the big thing, I have to say, just from my personal experience with my one of my day jobs as a photographer and through um, other various life paths that I followed for a while, (laughs) um, is the slut thing. Women, in general, can be very afraid of being seen as sexually immoral. They tend to worry about dressing modestly. They tend to devote a lot of thought to when and how to first have sex with the new partner. They tend to focus on lovemaking and intimacy rather than raunchy sex, at least at first. An awful lot of women sublimate their sexuality into socially acceptable areas, like wedding planning or motherhood. (laughs) It's quite okay, you know, in our culture to be a glowing bride or a happy young mother, because people tend to just ignore the role that sex plays in both of these areas. Now, here, I'm going to remind you that I'm not talking about the kinds of female sexuality that you hear celebrated in places like, like Gone Wild Audio. I love those ladies. I love being one of those ladies, but I think it's fair to say that most women aren't really like us. Um, Most women aren't comfortable enough yet with their sexuality to make erotic audios and really get into it. I'm talking about the majority of women out there who haven't broken free of maybe a repressive upbringing or a concern with appearing virtuous or whatever it is. Women, in other words, who are still very much closed down sexually and believe themselves good, moral women for being that way. I feel sorry for these women. I wish they would head over to GWA to listen to some to some sexy audio, but anyway. The point is, for the average girl you meet and start going out with, chances are good that she isn't as sexually liberated as the ladies of GWA are. And this is where you might start running into some problems. She wants to enjoy sex with you. She wants to feel the pleasure, feel the fun. But very often, a woman is so steeped in these old ideals of ladylike virtue that she just won't be able to bring herself to, to really enjoy it. This is what leads to a lot of problems between couples. When you start suggesting things that you'd like to try, or things you'd like to see or hear her do, her moral red flag goes up. And her immediate reaction can be one of fear, Disgust, suspicion, worry. She's worried that you want her to start acting like a porn star. And believe me, I don't think you can get much lower on the rungs of the respectability ladder than a porn star, at least to a lot of women. I remember watching the first or second season, I can't remember, of uh, Sons of Anarchy, that show about a California biker gang. This was a very violent and graphic show about this criminal... Club that routinely dealt in drugs, weapons, terrorists, murder, you name it. But when one of the men started to date a porn actress, two of the lead female characters went nuts, just demanding that the girl not be allowed around the children, etc. You know? Apparently, it was okay to raise your kids with fathers who ran guns and drugs and murdered people. But if one of them fell in love with a porn actress, oh my fucking god. And I mention this because although it's just a TV show, you know they wouldn't get away with a storyline like this unless everyone pretty much agreed with them. Most people wouldn't want their sons and brothers dating a porn actress. So the audience could relate. But I digress. As I usually do. Um, <laughs> the point is, if what you want to do even hints at porn-esque type stuff, a typical woman these days will probably freak out She does not want to be anything like those women. You know, she doesn't want to have that gross pervert sex. She doesn't want the sex she has with you to be anything like something you'd see those skanks doing, you know. She's a classy lady, remember? They're just dumb sluts. And she wants to keep that distinction clear. And if you don't believe me, just try this. Here's an experiment, try this. The next time you're in a group of women, like at work or school or something, and the conversation warrants it, just try suggesting that a porn actress is a good person, or seems like she has a great sense of humor, or seems intelligent, and just watch the snorts of derision and outraged protests that you get in return for this, (laughs) okay? So as I said, if, if you say to your girl, I'd love it if you started moaning and screaming when we fuck, Her immediate response might be something like, God, no, that would be so embarrassing. If you want to come on her face, she might just start thinking about all the misogynistic porn that she's heard about and how it's a sign of degradation to do that to a woman, which it isn't, not at all. If you want to try anal or bondage or anything like that, she might start to worry, thinking that you're getting weird on her, you know? And she might start wondering why the sex you've been having isn't good enough anymore. Have you been watching porn behind her back? Do you like those sluts now? Do you want her to be one? Oh my God, you know, that kind of thing. So, (laughs) the best advice I can give you if you want to encourage your woman to loosen up a little and try new things is to be aware of this fear that resides in her and try to assuage it before you just spring a new idea on her. Here's an example. If you would like her to make more noise, Just, for instance, maybe the next time she's given you a tender blowjob and it's a quiet, romantic sort of thing. If she makes a little sound or a little hum of pleasure or something, respond to that with real pleasure and warmth yourself. Tell her how good it makes you feel to know that she's enjoying it too. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. It can just be a simple response to something small that she's done. Don't be... Don't be stingy with your compliments and praise when you're in bed. Tell her that she's beautiful, she's sexy. You can't believe how lucky you are to have her in your life. Make lots of eye contact. Show her that there's trust and love and a real connection there. Tell her that when you have sex, you'd feel so awesome if she moaned even a little just to let you know that what you're doing feels good. Tell her that sex isn't about performing a series of choreographed acts that you love her and having sex with her and, and you want to share it with her fully. Say something like, you love how her eyes look when she climaxes. Or you love feeling her shudder beneath you. Or how her hips move when she rides you. Whatever it is that really does it for you, don't be afraid to tell her. Because when she feels respected and loved and cherished, and like this sexual relationship with you is based on mutual respect and love, she might then feel more free to loosen up a little. If she hears how sexy she is, because remember, so many women constantly compare themselves to thinner, sexier, younger, prettier women all the time. She might start to believe it. It might take time, but if you respond to her little sounds and cries with real satisfaction and love, if you let her know afterwards that it had never felt better than when you knew she was really enjoying it, she may feel more like letting go again next time. Now, I've mentioned this before in an Ask Eve episode, and I'm just going to repeat it again just to be clear, Um, how if your partner doesn't want to do something, of course you can't try to force, cajole, guilt, or in any way compel her to do it. You have to respect her and her limits. Of course. That should go without saying. But I'll say it again just to be clear. I'm not suggesting you ever try to coerce, trick, or force someone to doing something they don't want to do. That's not what this is about. This is truly about helping your partner find out what she might like, what she might not like, opening up to her about what you like, finding out if there's something you can both enjoy without hang-ups and fears getting in the way. If you would like to try something new, like a new position or something, you have to approach it with love, affection, even humor. Humor can be an awesome way to try something. When you're being playful and sexy in bed, you can bring it up then or touch her in a certain way or ask her to touch you in a certain way. Make it all kind of lighthearted and fun. And this ties in with what I wanted to say about what you may consider to be a kink or a fetish of yours. Something that maybe you feel goes outside the limits of vanilla sex, but something you'd like to share with her, um, but you might be afraid to mention it. So here are a couple of things I think you should keep in mind about that. First of all, if you've been thinking about a particular fetish for quite a while now, keep in mind how familiar you are with it, how comfortable you are with it already. And keep in mind that she isn't. In fact, it's possible she hasn't even heard of what it is you're into. But even if she had, it's not a good idea to bring up the subject lightheartedly, as I said, and then when she doesn't run screaming for the hills, throw open the doors to your, you know, well-stocked, BDSM armoire and proudly show off all your toys. You know, if you mention that you really like feet and would like to include her feet in your sex play and she reacts well or at least not badly, don't then open up all your foot fetish porn folders on your computer and smile at her like a kid in a candy store. (laughs) This is just common sense, right? She's going to be more upset by this than, well, than she should be. Not because of the fetish itself, but because she's going to feel like you've been harboring this deep, dark secret from her, and that now, for some reason, you feel like you can just launch it all on her at once, like a dam bursting, you know? She may feel like you've been lying to her, pretending to like the sex that you're having, only to reveal the real truth, uh, only once you've become comfortable as a couple. Most women don't really understand that men in general weren't raised with the same prohibitions and moral condemnation of sex so that when men explore their sexuality, they do it a little more freely. I'm not saying men weren't subjected to the same cultural taboos and shaming, just that in general, when it comes to the sexes, male sexuality is often a little more grudgingly tolerated than female sexuality. And consequently, a lot of men grow up not feeling oppressive guilt about being sexual. So she may not see your explorations of sex as the healthy normal activity they can be because she was raised not to. The other thing to keep in mind is that for you having been immersed in your fetish or kink for a while now, you've seen the worst and the best of it. You know what it's about. You know the extremes, you know the things you don't like, you know how you'd like to integrate it into a relationship, all of it. But she doesn't. So if you fantasize about, say, I don't know, tying her to the bed and teasing her a little, If that's your idea of the bondage maybe you'd like to try, remember that for all she knows, bondage means those images you see sometimes of people in latex and ball gags being fucked by machines. She doesn't know that this isn't what you mean. She may well go right to the worst situation she's ever imagined when it comes to a particular fetish, just because of the fear I talked about earlier. The suspicion and the wariness. She may question whether you're a quote-unquote pervert, you know, that she was taught to be afraid of all her life. And so while she might even like the idea of being tied up or having her feet worshipped or whatever it is, if you just spring it on her suddenly, neither of you may ever get to find out because she might just opt out completely. And if you do like the extreme stuff, like the latex and the ball gags or anything else, it's even more important that you introduce it slowly and almost casually. Again, not as any kind of manipulation or deceit, Not because there's anything wrong with what you like, but just as a way of feeling her out, knowing that she might have difficulty with it. Make sure she gets that this is play for you. I think sometimes kinks and fetishes can take on a darkness and a heaviness that really scares some people. When you start to live your entire life as a dom or sub or whatever, or when you live your life around sex, uh, whatever kind, (laughs) it can scare someone who doesn't get into it that much. So you have to use your common sense if this is someone you want to introduce this to and see how she feels about it. Remember, for a lot of women, the idea of a sexually motivated predator is never far from their minds. Many people have killed over sex. It's not something most women take too lightly. That's another problem, it's another episode, but it's just something to think about. I wouldn't recommend that you hide your fetish from her. As in, you know, don't go to great lengths to conceal it or lie about it. Because if she finds out, she'll sense that you feel shame about it. And that will raise more red flags. Right? You shouldn't feel ashamed of fantasies you have or things that you like. If you like something, keep images or videos in a folder that's pretty much out in the open. She might ask about it if she sees it. It might be the best way to start a conversation. Now don't sit her down and just show her all your little gems, not unless she asks. (laughs) But don't hide them, if you know what I mean. Try humor, playfulness, try showing her funny examples of what you like. It helps soften the introduction a little, if you think that might be a worry. And also, don't be afraid to prompt her about her fantasies and kinks. Talk about things that she's curious about. Ask her to imagine sex in ways she hasn't before. Or ask about the things she thinks about when she masturbates, things like that. Find out if she's open to exploring new things and what she might like to try and be open to her suggestions unless it's just too far outside of your own boundaries. And if the conversation gets tense, just drop it. Just kiss her and hug her and remind her that you love her and everything you do together, that you are just exploring new ways of having fun. Because that's really what it is. Don't let her go away thinking that she's a disappointment to you because she didn't react enthusiastically enough to your fetish. In a good relationship, there's lots of time An opportunity to talk and explore. I mean, she may never want to do what you'd like. And you have to be okay with that. Or if it's that important to you, you may have to find a new partner. But she may be willing to try things with you, if you approach it properly, from the outset. Now one last thing I will say. And I freely admit, I don't have any experience with this. And I don't know quite what to say about it, other than just my own gut feeling threesomes. I would proceed with caution here. When you start to think about involving another person in what is a very personal, intimate relationship, you have to be aware that this could be a disaster. It's just common sense. I'm not saying loving couples can't have threesomes. I'm not saying you shouldn't want them. I'm just saying that my feeling on it is that it would take an extraordinary circumstance for three individuals To all feel equally emotionally and physically satisfied together in the same experience. Threesomes in porn are easy. These are paid actors who don't give a damn. But in real life, you are risking the intimacy of your relationship. You're risking jealousy issues. All sorts of things. The third person has feelings too. You know, they aren't just a, a sex toy that you're adding to the mix. Now, I'm not the best person to ask about this. All I can tell you is my gut says don't do it. Stick to fantasy for it, if if it's what you like. But if you do want to bring it up, make absolutely sure that you won't really hurt your partner by suggesting it. So hopefully I've given you some food for thought here. Talking about this stuff can be really difficult, because I can already hear (laughs) the complaints that I'm making generalizations, that I'm painting women as love-seeking non-sexual beings, etc. And that isn't my intention. I'm just telling you what I've noticed, what I've seen, and what I believe might be going on. I am very aware that there are individual differences in every person and that not all women will feel this way or respond this way or anything like that. I just think that the things I've mentioned are worth thinking about. Bottom line, it's always about respecting your partner and sharing your sexuality with her in a mature, intelligent, and thoughtful way. So thank you for joining me again. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, I love hearing from you, so please don't be shy. Send me an email or message or comment. I love hearing what's on your mind. And please join me next week when I'm going to talk a little bit about depression and how you can deal with it. So until then, stay cozy. See you next week.